0: Welcome to the Unbroken Arrows Healing Through the Hunt podcast. I'm Greg and I'm here with my son, Trey, at the 2024 National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic. And our guest right now is Mark Plants and Mark is with the Red Rock Fire. And Mark, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: How's the show going for you so far?
1: Uh, The show has been very busy. Lots of interaction and lots of promotion of prescribed fire.
0: Very good, very good. That's what uh, I'm pretty sure Pheasants Forever Forever wants to hear. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Red Rock Fire and uh, the services that you provide for, I'm assuming, landowners, and and these can be small uh, tracts of land or probably fairly large.
1: Yeah, so Red Rock Fire is a professional wildland firefighting and prescribed burn company. We're a full-service company, so we provide everything from permitting to landowner contact for neighbors, all the way through the prescribed fire, and securing it and considering it out. Um, We do burning for private entities, private individuals, uh, government agencies, state entities, and everything in between. We don't have size limitations. We'll burn somebody's backyard, if that's what they're asking, or up to thousands of acres at a time. Uh, we work with pheasants forever, quite a bit doing burns. And we, when we're not burning, we are out fighting wildfire around the country. So our, our folks that are out burning are very professional and very experienced with working with fire.
0: Okay. Mark, where are you located?
1: So we are based out of Otsego, Minnesota, which is in central Minnesota. Okay. Um, and we currently do prescribed burning across the whole Midwest. Wisconsin, Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota.
0: Okay. You ever been to Nebraska?
1: We have not been to Nebraska, but we do have the uh, possibilities, uh, the qualifications, and the ability to go there.
0: Okay, perfect. I'm a native Nebraskan, so if, if I can get uh, a listener from Nebraska to, to contact you, that would be awesome. Um, what are the advantages of prescribed burns? So prescribed burning benefits the ground by
1: removing the thatch, promoting the native species uh, getting rid of our invasive species, promoting habitat for insects, which promotes habitat for our larger mammals and birds. Um, We're gonna see influx of nesting post-burn. We're gonna see an influx of large mammals, deer, and wildlife. You're gonna see an influx of uh, pollinator habitats, bees, butterflies, all of that stuff coming in?
0: All beneficial. All beneficial. All beneficial. One of the things that, uh, uh, just from a personal experience, uh, in northeast Nebraska, there was somebody that was trying to clear a field by burning, and it got away from them and jumped jumped across the highway. And, and my wife and I were traveling along this highway, and they were only letting one car go uh, at a time. And they told us, you know, go fast and go right down the middle of the road. I will tell you, I could not believe the amount of heat that was produced by, you know, you're in the middle of the road and you've got the ditches on either side and uh, you're talking about uh, something that's very dangerous. So that is why what I'm trying to get at here is, you know, you're the professional. If people want to do this, they need to contact you.
1: Right. There's opportunities for landowners to get trainings to do small, easy, non-complexed burns themselves. And we certainly promote that. But when you start looking at burns that have complexity, when you're burning up against other prairie grasses, against cattails or other burnable materials, or you have sensitive smoke impact areas that you have to be able to control your burn so you're not smoking out highways or major, major roadways, schools, hospitals, or anything of that sort, that's where you, you want the professionals there. We have been trained for years doing this. We have techniques to control how the smoke travels and use different techniques. Um, we have the equipment to keep a burn where we want it burning and not where it's not. Um, we have the professionalism and the training to suppress wildfires. So if something was to happen, and an act of God happened and a fire came out of the box, Our people are trained and able to safely protect that stuff. Um, Many times we are the ones that fire departments call to come support them on their wildfires. When we are out and our burn crews are out traveling, we have received phone calls to go support wildfire efforts in the general area because they know that the crew that is traveling is well-equipped, well-trained, and professional and can come there with the right equipment to help.
0: Very good, very good. The... uh, One question that I have uh, with you uh, or with your company, do you work in conjunction with anybody in terms of, if, if, if I had a tract of land or somebody has a tract of land that you want to restore? So are there people that you work with that after the burn or that you refer people to that with regard to the planting of the native grasses and wildflowers after the fact?
1: Yes, yeah, so Red Rock Fire is actually owned by m previously known as Minnesota Native Landscapes. And they're a large, industry-leading, full ecological restoration company. And we do anything from planting small flower gardens with native seed, all the way out to thousands of acres. We're working with a lot of the solar companies re- currently, making sure that they get pollinators underneath the solar. So we're working on large tracts of land. Um, so with a call to Red Rock Fire, or reaching out through our email or our website, you can get full service uh, ecological benefits out of the companies that we work with.
0: Okay, what are the best times of year then to uh, perform these prescribed burns?
1: So our prescribed burn season, basically in the Midwest, we're looking at mid-March through the end of May. Um, Depending on your ecological goal, if we are really trying to impact our cool season grasses, and get rid of them invasive species, we're going to want to burn later in May. If we're looking for a thatch removal or trying to impact the encroaching woody vegetation, we're kind of looking more of a beginning of May or late April. And if we're doing just a thatch removal or a fuels reduction to reduce the chance of wildfire, we can look at earlier in the year, that late March. Um, As we move south geographically, that timeline can start a little bit earlier. Okay. And, and a little bit earlier.
0: Okay. Um, are there many then uh, burns in the fall?
1: Uh, we do do some prescribed burning in the fall. We'd like to do a lot more woodland burning in the fall okay. and burning to promote more forbs. If you're looking to promote forbs, burning in the fall will release the seed packs, um, set your ground up really good to absorb the moisture and the new seed on the ground in the spring they go into the winter cleared and come out in the spring ready to grow fresh.
0: You know, that's one of the things that I do want to mention about any kind of a prescribed or burn area. You talk about the before and after looks of that. Even even when it's coming back to life uh, in the spring, the greens are just amazing. But... uh, To be able to clear that out uh, and and, uh, have some of these native species either planted or be able to be restored, uh, the beauty that comes from that is amazing. And the benefit to the wildlife and the habitats of all the wildlife is obviously, you know, it's it's important for that as well.
1: Correct. So especially in our tall grass prairies and our prairie, the pothole prairie region of the country, There was natural fire, you know, every five, seven, ten years. It was sporadic, but it was natural fire, and having it broken out through different years caused it to have a mosaic, but we didn't have the cool season grasses. The cool season grasses, most of them were introduced for grazing, Mm -hmm. which they did good for. They have a lot high stem count, but when we're trying to go back to native and promote wildlife, promote our native wildlife and our wildlife, we want the native grasses, and the native grasses are a fire-dependent, Product
0: right, the tremendous root systems in the native grasses. We're talking, you know, big blue stem, little blue stem, um, some of those, and uh, and I can remember, and, and this is probably a bird walk for me, but but when I was a, a, a kid and and uh, we we read uh, Little House on the Prairie, I can remember them talking about hiding in the grass, and my at that time my understanding of. The grass was like brome grass that's in our backyard, you know, or in the ditch or whatever. And it's why would, you, we're not gonna hide from that. Then I, then I learned about the native grasses and big blue stem that can go to three to four to five feet tall. And, and so we're talking also then with that massive amounts of vegetation that's above the ground. So right. that's the reason why the prescribed burns are so important to clear that vegetation to make room for new, correct?
1: Correct. So you're you're removing that thatch layer that's broken down and laying on the ground. Um, your grasses can kind of force its way through that. Your forbs, your flowers, they're going to have a harder time forcing their way through that through that thatch layer. It needs to be removed, it needs to be broken up. Your cool season grasses, the invasives, they can force their way through. They come in earlier, so you got to get ahead of them. Um, you're talking about the root length on some of our native grasses, our big blue stems, some of these bigger, taller grasses, we can have 10 to 12 to 15 foot root depth on that. Right. When we start talking about erosion and that, anything with the slope along riverbanks, this is gonna keep us from having bad erosion problems. It's gonna promote, you know, good soil structure and good soil health. So they they handle the drought better than the cool seasons do because they can reach deeper for water. So
0: Sure. Natives are the way to go. Absolutely. And, and if you get into the wildflowers as well uh, and make mi- the mixture of grass and uh, the wildflowers, you're producing food, the seed heads for the grass and the flowers as well. So, you know, it, you get the beauty and the benefit to nature as well. So, Mark, tell me, um, how can people get a hold of you? If there's somebody listening and especially from Nebraska, since you haven't been there yet, uh, how can they get a hold of you?
1: So, the best way to get a hold of us is through email or phone. Our email would be info at redrockfire.com. INFO fire or info at redrockfire.com. Okay. And phone number would be at our office at 763 295
0: 0010. Okay. Well, Mark, thank you for joining us and, uh, Uh, We hope that you continue to to have the interaction and the partnership with Pheasants Forever and uh, that you're able to uh, have a beneficial show here at the 2024 National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic. And uh, hey, stop by if you want later on. Thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks, Mark.